Mr. Viral himself, aka the villain, because they hate me for my opinion. Welcome back to another episode of the Viral Way Podcast. Happy New Year to all the people out there. You feel me? As always, I got my bro with me. Man, y'all already, y'all already know what's up, cuz I'm a side of great. We're gonna keep leading the way. Lead the way. <laughs> yes, sir. Disorderly conduct. Every time we speak, it's unique. Okay, okay. All facts, no cap. <laughs> Let's go. We're here to wait to see that sleep. And we got a special guest in the house, you feel me? I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all out there already know. Y'all have seen her floating around. She been going viral lately. She caught my attention. I had to invite her to the studio because she was talking my type of talk. I'm going to let her introduce herself, though. Okay. Who we got over here? My name's Elle. I, uh, I'm the host of the Tacos and Shawarma podcast. Okay. 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 Yeah. Give, it okay. Give, Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Thank you. That's what's up. Uh, how, how long you been doing podcasting? Like six months. Like six months? Yeah. Yeah, you're getting a lot of traction real fast. Yeah, I yeah I have that. I appreciate that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. If y'all make sure to go follow, subscribe, all that. Where they can find you at? Tacos and Shawarma on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and Apple and Spotify. Like, well, everyone. All okay, that good all shit. Platforms. Yeah. All that shit, yeah. All platforms. Yeah. Okay, like I said, Happy New Year. You feel me? Happy to see all y'all back. We're going to jump right into it with the elephant in the room. I'm pretty sure the whole world know what's going on. You can't get on social media without seeing this dude or this topic, the one and only Cat Williams. Now, he done, he done went viral in every essence of the word, airing out Black Hollywood, pretty much. I want to get y'all take on it. Do y'all agree with what he did, agree with what he said? Do y'all have any feelings? Y'all got no feelings? How y'all feel about it? Uh, me, myself, I'll say mine for last. I'll let y'all go. How you feel about it, bro? I think, um, you know, he's one. He has like a, he's like um, one of those people who says a lot of things that I think are true. But then he'll say something like how he said, "I read, I read three thousand books a year." Three thousand books a year. Or I ran a, or I ran a four. I ran a four four or a four. <laughs> is it possible? We just is is it's too much for us to fathom. <laughs> no, I mean, bro, he, listen. He said eight years old, nigga. Three thousand books yeah, at that's eight. A, that's a lot. He be tripping. So he's one of those people who like. I think he speaks a lot of truth, and I'm sure a lot of things he said were were truthful. But then he kind of diminishes that when he says something like, "I ran a four four, You know what I mean? Forty or whatever the case is. Because then it's like, okay. You throwing in little lies, it kind of makes people look at the whole thing and maybe say, "Are you telling the truth at all?" Do we know? Do we know if he really could run a four or four or not? I mean, we never seen it. We never seen it, so that's that's a fact. I mean, it could be true. You never know. <laughs> but kind of got burned. Hey, he I don't think, right now. I don't he think so. Right now. He don't look like he can, but Curl I mean, you never burns. know. You never know. Nah, I don't really. I don't got too much take on that. Cause like, he got his own reasons. You know what I mean? Everybody else been airing him out. So I feel like he just been waiting like a ticking time bomb to drop his to drop his shit. He just been building it up, loading it in the tank, and finally went crazy. Guess he formatted it right. But 
You know what I mean? Shout out to Cat Williams for standing up for what he believe in. You know what I mean? Cat always been giving us a little truth here and there, like you say. So shout out to Cat and whatever flag he get, he know what he doing. How you feel about it, Miss Miss Ellie? I think there's God's side and the, <laughs> and, and the other side, and you just gotta pick a side. I'm with Cat, so you standing with Cat? Yeah. Straight like that. Damn. Okay. Short and sweet. All right. Me personally. I'm kind of torn between the two because it's, it's one thing like, okay, if you in the club, you in the club, you know what's going on. Like certain shit ain't supposed to be discussed. You got my number, call me if you got a problem. But on the other hand, I'm putting myself in cat shoes. Like, hold on. You done stole my jokes. You done went viral. You done got famous. All I mean, you was already famous, but you done got more famous. You done got bigger and I ain't got no credit off it. And then you still lying a decade later after I done, we done supposedly talked behind the scenes and and brush it under the, you know, water under the bridge, and then you still lying about it? Like, hold on, now I'm about to set the record straight. But in my opinion, you should have set the record straight when it happened. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like them chicks that come out 30 years later, like, oh, yeah, he touched me 30 years ago. Like, well, bitch, why you just say that then? Or what, or <laughs> like, what, you know what I'm saying? Why or, you just say it when it happened? Or was he more on, like, I'm going to just ignore the bullshit, like, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm leave that alone, let that shit... Let the clowns have the circus. I'm saying they be, they've been assassinating that nigga character, calling him all type of crackheads and all type of shit for a minute. You know what I mean? And he ain't he ain't really said nothing about it or defended himself. So, who's to say he's right or wrong? Nah, nah, for sure. I mean, right or wrong is really perspective. Like which side you on, how you viewing it. But me personally, I don't believe almost nothing in Hollywood. It all be smoking mirrors mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. He got a tour right now. His name is buzzing more than it ever has been in years. Hold Everybody's talking I, about him. You're from here, right? Yeah, I'm from here. So sure. you haven't been out here to see what's going on out here? Like in the Hollywood world, these people are are demonic. Like they do like devil worshiping shit. I've seen it with my own eyes. Like, no, for But sure. we not, but we not, we see a lot of things, what they want us to know, but we not in them rooms so-called to say like they say. Or they know they doing it with the drinking of blood I and mean, all that type of shit. I mean, but shit. you don't even have to be in the rooms. Look what's going on in the world. Like, look what they're pushing. Look I, at I, the agenda they're pushing. Look at Sam Smith. Like, that shit is not hmm. for nothing. You know what I mean? No, nah, that, that's facts. That's facts. But it's still not to say he's that way. I think he's saying just more of a format that everything is smoke and mirrors. Like, things that we think. It'd be fake beefs. That has nothing to do with being demonic. It's like, yeah, hey, I'm going to call you. I'm going to say this about you. You're going to say this about me. We're going to get our shit cracking, and then we're going to get our shit up, and your movie might pop. And like Kevin Hart just said, he finna drop a movie, didn't he? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. told him, like, yeah, come watch my movie next week. And like mm -hmm. you said, Cat Williams on tour right now. So you never know with them comedians, man. They tell jokes, a little truth in the jokes, but you never know with nobody in Hollywood. And I think I think, I think, um, Kevin Hart and the other comedians um, – they have the upper hand to a certain degree because they're able to kind of make it seem like he's crazy or he's telling a whole bunch of lies. And I think from uh, the viewer's perspective, right, like you might look at it and think that's the case because he's coming out of nowhere and saying all this. And if you're not hip to the game or you haven't watched Shay Shay's interviews with Tavis Smiley or uh, Steve Harvey, you might not have caught any of the, of the subliminals that Cat Williams is talking about. So I think people are looking at him like, where's this dude coming from? I don't from? think it's coming out of nowhere. I think he's been saying this for years. Like he, yeah. he was saying it a few when he was like getting blackballed. He's been saying this shit. Even in his in his stand-ups, he's been he's been talking about it. It's not out of nowhere. He has, and not only him, a number of people have been talking about it, but they aren't as big as the people they're talking about. Mm. So like you say, the winners get to write the story. So it's kind of like, uh, why would such and such steal from you? He's here, you're here. 
it almost is unbelievable. But now, since Cat got on a platform as big as Shannon Sharp's platform, the receipts are starting to come out. Like, they going back in time in 2017, 18, 19. Like, wait a minute. Dude wasn't lying. But like bro was saying, man, this shit be all smoking mirrors. They'll call you up. Hey, bro, I'm finna go in here. I'm finna diss you. Your name finna get buzzing. I know you got this tour coming. I got this movie coming. Diss me. I'm gonna diss you. Now everybody's locked into what we got going on. And bam, we go through the roof. Even like the Will Smith and Chris Rock shit. I still question that if that's real. Man. Like you really finna go up in the, uh, during the Grammys and slap the shit out of him and sit back down like nothing happened. And then all of a sudden his tour tickets go up. He booming and just like, I don't believe nothing that going to Hollywood. All that shit scripted. All that shit is about money. If they were smart, they would all go on Shannon Sharp shit, hash it out live for the world, and then go on a tour together. That shit is sell out. Guaranteed. I'll buy a ticket to that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's my take on it. This shit be smoking mirrors to me. I gotta, I I have like a, like I said, I'm torn in between the smoking mirrors thing because it could be looked at as that way, but then at the same time, these are, are regular people just with really big names. So, they're gonna have emotional responses. They're gonna do the wrong thing at the wrong time. And they just so happen to be on and you know have a microscope on them to where it's like it's gonna go viral. So it's possible that you know all of this shit is true, and due to the exposure that they have, you know what I mean. It's just it's just blowing up. I see Shannon Sharp kind of he was catching some flack this morning because he he came out kind of backtracking like, oh man, he was he was just overly faded. Like I tried to. Try to ask him, you know, do you need time to sober up or do you not need no more drinks? But dude was on the show like, nigga, I'm sober. Alcohol yeah. not driving me like you have more to drink than me. So I the fans low-key was going in on Shannon like, man, that's some sucker shit. Like, you put the interview out, stand stand with stand with him, basically. Yeah. Like, don't try to backpedal. Like, did somebody come tap your shoulder type shit? Like, but man. it's crazy because backtrack for what? It ain't like you did nothing. You asked some questions. He answered. Exactly. He yeah. didn't say anything. He didn't, like, agree with really anything he said. He, he provided pushback, if anything. Um, with certain people that you could tell he had favoritism towards. So I don't think he did anything wrong. I heard people more so being like, he didn't do a good job of being an interviewer, but I don't think that's his job. Like, he's not a journalist. He's not a fucking Dateline or NBC. Like he said, he's he's Shannon Sharp. You coming up here to just have a conversation, drink his whiskey, and get your shit off. It's not really about him dictating how it goes. But I do think this is the first episode he's had where somebody has talk like 90% of the time and he's he's not been able to really say anything at all. You get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. I think it's more so he talked about a lot of people that got a lot of pull in the industry. Yeah. So, you know, he, it's all about relationships. They kind of probably tapped his shoulder like, hey, bro, why you let him talk about us like that type shit? Like, you know, that's that's the kind of the, the rock and the hard place with this media shit is like you trying to keep your relationships but then you're trying to keep it as raw and uncut as possible. But, it's impossible to do that if you're going to keep it 100. Somebody going to get offended with this shit. But me personally, leave your feelings out. This shit is business. Y'all know what the fuck going on. But that leads me to my next question. Do y'all feel Hollywood is crumbling? Like, we're seeing all the biggest names from the comedians to the actors. Like, I would say within the last year, they they usually look untouchable. Like, oh my God, the celebrity. But now you're starting to see the chinks in their arm and they're coming out. You had, who was that? Nia Long or what was uh was complaining about the pay? Taraji P. Henderson. Taraji P. Henderson. She mm-hmm. there talking about, I ain't acting no more. They ain't paying us shit. Yeah. Like, so it's like the smoke and mirrors is kind of is kind of being revealed within the past six months, over the past year. How y'all feel about it? I think personally, Hollywood needs some new faces. They need some new blood, especially black Hollywood. We need mm-hmm. some more youth in this shit. They've been holding it down for decades and 
I just think it's time for a whole makeover with this shit. How y'all feel? I don't think I don't think it's crumbling. I just think people is really getting fed up of being puppets. It's like you getting pitched for crumbs for all your hard work, and now it's more so getting exposed. These motherfuckers is coming out with more mental damage and more things emotionally later down in life. You see all them Disney kids, they all fucked up. All them people thinking something just wrong with them behind Hollywood then destroyed their lives as they got older. And not just them, it's a lot of people in the industry that's going through a lot of things. And go back to even with Hollywood with the Cat Williams shit, not to retract on that, but just all these things in general. And I think now it's time for a new forefront of how Hollywood needs to be run. So in other words, it might be crumbling to an extent. Hollywood gonna always be Hollywood. I just think the the blueprint of the way it's ran is starting to get reconstructed because now it's time to destroy and rebuild. You feel me? I don't think... Personally, I don't think Hollywood can ever crumble because as long as people value money and status over morals and values, it can never crumble. People are always going to sell their soul, you know what I mean, sell other people out, do whatever it takes to have money and have status. So... From the ground up, that's what we're taught. You get what I'm saying? The person that lives in a small town that uh, grows their food, who has the regular job, who, you know, is a Christian or whatever the case is, they're frowned upon. Where as the person who lives in a big city with the nice cars that goes to the crazy parties and, and you know what I mean, shakes hands with the, the people of high status, those are the people that we look at and we're like, okay, I aspire to be that. So everybody shits on an everyday working man regardless. So I think that's what we've been built up to see. And that's what you see with Hollywood. So I don't think it'll ever crumble because people are always going to value that status and, you know what I mean, that pool over just being a regular person. And everybody, I mean, most people will say, oh, you know what I mean, I wouldn't do this and that to get to that situation. But I'm sure a lot of people before they were behind those doors said the same thing. And then when they got in there, they was Mm -hmm. like, well, damn, this is going to get me 100,000 more followers or this is going to get me a bigger check. And so they did what they had to do to get there. And somewhere along the line, they were convinced that that's just the game. I feel it. How you feel about it? Um, if I think it's gonna crumble, I don't think it's gonna crumble. I think it's people are are in high power. They're just gonna do what they want to do. You know what I mean? They're just gonna. They have the the power. Like we don't really have any power. That's why there's God's side and the other side. Oh no, we got power. They just make you feel powerless, but we 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 definitely got power. We so, got all the power, actually. You brought up you brought up Taraji, and um, I seen Fifty hit her up, or like basically like they didn't know your worth. Come fuck with me, I got you type shit. You know what I mean? I think that's the part of the elements of them losing their power. As far as when it come to us as being black or African American, however they look at it, I think they're starting to wake up more. Fifty building his own studios. You got what the boy Tyler Perry got his own stuff. So I think. Like we always say, once they decide to come together, then Hollywood would be, it'll be a dent in Hollywood when it comes to at least from our side of the creativity. They can still keep their people. They have no real issues, but I look at it in that aspect. Yeah, I just had this conversation with uh, my mom the other day, our mom the other day. I was saying like, it seemed like Black Hollywood, we at the point where they can just band together. You feel me? And everybody always talking about, oh, we got to deal with this. We got to deal with that. We got to suck dick to get this role. We got to, you got to get on the casting couch to get this role. But like, man, like you said, Kevin Hart got Kevin Hart Productions. Tyler Perry got his shit. 50 Cent got his shit. We got a couple billionaires in music acting. It's like, why don't y'all band together and become a force to where up and comers ain't got to go that route? Like, you know what I'm saying? 
And as far as the 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 Cat Williams thing, not to backtrack on that, I think we got to stop tearing each other down in the media as well. Even though controversy sells, and like I said, it might all be smoke and mirrors, but it's only niggas I see doing that. It's only us I see doing that. I don't see fucking uh, Ben Affleck tearing down fucking Jim Carrey or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you just don't see that too much. It's just with us. Them niggas and, ain't got nothing to complain about. Right, right, mm. right. And, and, and the only... My thing with the devil worshiping shit, we done talked about this before. It's like, yeah. okay, if they is doing that, why should we give a fuck? Or let's just say they they is gay. They doing gay shit to get the roles. If you're not doing it, why you give a fuck? It's like, what's the... What is the infatuation with outing people's sexuality? Like, I don't care if you suck the dick for a movie role. Cool, I'm good. That's good for you, bro. I'm I not think, doing it. I think that I don't think it's more the aspect of people caring to that extent. I think it's when people portray that they're not that type of way, and then you get out here and behind closed doors, this is what you're really doing. But you got the world thinking that you're something else. So I think that's more so what the problem is. That's why they be bringing up them damn parties and shit like that. Like, well, you think this is that, but they back here doing that. But still go back to what you said. It don't matter what they doing behind closed doors if it ain't you type shit. Now, yeah. you, you said you seen it firsthand. Like, you ever been to one of them parties? Or, like, what you talking about? What you done seen? They done Illuminati done knocked on your door? <laughs> Let us know. Like, black yeah. suit. Tap, tap yeah. us in. What's happening? You got them offers yet? No, I didn't get any offers. I don't think so. Uh, I just, I just been out here a while. You know what I mean? I've been out here a while. I've just seen some weird shit, a lot of weird shit. I well, don't like really some, some devil worshiping shit, or can you give us an example? Yeah, let me know what you've been seeing. <laughs> no, nah, don't freeze up there. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just see, you know, people worshiping different things, not God. You know. I get what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't necessarily. I mean, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like you're worshiping the devil. It could be worshiping money. It could be worshiping no. fame. Nah, okay. she's saying literally the devil. Yeah. I know what you're saying, like the symbols and certain things you put out there. It's like right in your face. You don't have nah, to really. Nah, that's, so, so, <laughs> that's so, not what I'm saying. So that's not what I'm saying. So what okay, explain no, to no, us? The, the men in no, black no, like, no, no, no. Like there's people out here who like do fucking shit like rituals and spells and go to fucking graveyards and dig up the dirt and fucking they they make some type of deal with the, these entities i've personally met multiple people out here who are successful who do make deals with spirits and shit which ones have you seen though i mean i'm not what do you mean because you said it's clear like you said like you've seen this You've seen it. Yeah, I've so seen it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna talk and, to. I'm not gonna talk about who. You know what I mean? But I've just seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, because yeah, Cat said, you know, they came to him and Ludacris, and Luda took the deal, and he didn't. My only thing is, at this point in 2024, what's the surprise? Any job you worked at, it was a sellout there. It was a company snitch there. It was somebody willing to do anything just for attaboy. You know what I'm saying? So what you think they're going to do with millions of dollars and unlimited fame and private jets and They're going to take it. That, that's what I'm saying. They're going to so take like, it. What's the surprise? We know it's going to be sellouts. Like, well, we I mean, there's that. people out here who act, but we, you know, there's people that care about what is being pushed to the youth. You know, like yeah. the Sam Smith and the little Nas X and like... Even Taylor Swift, like they do shit in their concerts that's kind of demonic and it's like influencing our children. And that's why people care what you do. We don't care that you're sucking dick, but we care that you're pushing like a demonic agenda on the low. You know what I mean? But it's not like only some people know. No, and I agree with that. And I think that is why people care. That's why I care, because we're subconsciously being fed these things. Um, and also, I guess you could say right in front of our face, too, with certain examples that when we are children, we look to and we're like, okay, 
I'm going to go do that or follow after this or, you know what I mean? Um, I guess mimic that. And so that's the reason why I care because we're kind of not necessarily in control of what we're being fed. You know what I mean? Because media, Hollywood, fame, that is the, I feel like on a base level, kind of what controls everything. Like that's what everybody mostly looks up to, especially young kids. Yeah, that they watch TV all day. Their parents are busy and they're just like, go watch TV, go on the computer. Mm -hmm. You don't even know what they're watching and you don't know what they're feeding the kids. You know what I mean? So we care. I care. Okay. Is that their fault or the parents' fault? Ooh, you took it right out of my phone. It doesn't matter. It's their fault. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's, what do you mean? If you're, if, why if, are if, you pushing that to our kids? I'm just like, saying. Parents be, have to work. You know what I'm saying? We can't. It's hard to survive out here right now. Like shit is expensive. We're busy. We can't be with our kids all the time. We're not living in 1950. Yeah, you know but, I mean? but who's to who's to say that? At the end of the day, people gonna believe what they want to believe, regardless. Not if end, you're three. Yeah, and at three year old, you have control of the TV to not to let them watch. But they Taylor have Swift iPads. For these people. They have all types of technology. And these who days. can control that? It's ways where you don't There's even have. There's busy parents that don't have time to monitor everything their kid is watching. I'm sorry. You can There's put a blocks. Lot of you can There's put blocks. Forty percent of, of of women are single mothers. And so. you can put blocks on on computers at this day and age. Like you said, it's 2024. You could you can monitor what they look up. They don't even okay. have to search everything. Okay, I'm going to monitor what my kid looks up, but is the, is the lady next door going to monitor what her kid looks up to? And then when they go to school, what is her kid telling my kid? So you can't really control everybody in that environment. You can control what's in your house, but you're not raising your kid in the house forever. He's going to go outside. And when he goes outside, he's going to be influenced by outside, by the outside world. Okay, you know? let, me, let me interject on that because... I like to say I don't I don't worry about things that's out of my control. I like to say control the controllables. Now you can't control what the next house is doing, but you can control your kid to a certain degree. Like he said, you control the TV. You 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 control what your kids watch. You control the iPad. Nobody told you to buy their low ass no iPad or no fucking uh iPhone at five years old. Do you old. guys have kids? I got I got two. Oh, okay. Just I got checking. two kids. And, and as far as the single moms. That's a whole other topic we can get into later because most women are, are making themselves single moms. They're making that conscious decision to be a single mom. But for the, the parents that's active, we can't use the excuse of, oh, I don't have the time, I'm busy. Motherfucker, you better make the time because it's your kid. It ain't the world's job to raise your kid. It's your job. So you got to figure out a way to block out what's going on in the world and still give your child the information they need to survive to where they go out and the kid next door might tell them some bullshit. But you done already gave them the knowledge to where... They know how to fend that off, or they know how to make the right decision, you know, from right from wrong. But you you can't control what the world does. Because I used to be that way. I used to be like, man, I got to say the world, man, blah, blah, blah. I got to control what people is like. I don't give a, like, who are you to control what people believe? People going to believe what they want to believe. It really don't matter. Everybody, life has no built-in meaning. Life, the meaning to life is what you give it. So if they want to worship the devil, why do I give a fuck? If I want to worship God, why should they give a fuck? That's your free decision. Oh, God, like, if you want to put that out on TV, I mean, that's your free decision, too, because guess what? We can go out and put what we want to promote out on TV. We got a platform. You got a platform. Push that. You know what I'm saying? But who am I to tell you, nah, you can't worship the devil because I don't believe in it. I don't give a fuck what you worship. If it ain't affecting my personal life, it is what it is. You can't stop the messages from getting out there. The only thing you can do is try to influence your kid to take the right message of what you believe is right. Because right and wrong ain't no such thing. It's perspective. What you believe is right is wrong to somebody else. What you believe is wrong is right to somebody else. Who's right and who's wrong? It's all about your moral compass. I just want to say one more thing, though. To, to your extent, I do understand that 
people can be programmed. They've done studies, like you say, as far as with the TVs and programming people's subconscious mind. They can program you from the things you see outside and the, the pictures and the images. So I do understand from that standpoint. But then at the end of the day, it goes back to, like you said, it's your job to instill in them things to, to do what you can to keep that away from that. No, yeah, I think that's a fact. That's really what I was just going to piggyback off of is, you know, teaching your kid to be a leader and not a follower um, is probably one of the the biggest lessons you can teach your child is, you know, it's okay saying no when everybody else is saying yes. You know what I mean? We we had it. Uh, if, if Tommy jump off a bridge, you're going to jump off one? Like, those little things like that. So you have to teach your kid to be a leader, not a follower. Or, you know, just when you know something doesn't sit right with you within – don't do it just because everybody else is doing it. And um, I don't have kids, but I feel like we're at a point now where parents today are so busy that they're not giving these children those lessons that we had as kids. And I feel like that's where we're going wrong. But this is the thing. We in the age of information. We, I'm one of them type of people, bro. I don't leave no room for no excuses. Like, it ain't no excuse. I don't give a fuck how busy you is. You can make time. If if I take, let's just say, mom say, uh, somebody's mom say, I'm too busy. Take her cell phone and look at her screen time. How much time she's spending on Instagram? How much time she's spending on TikTok? How much time she's spending on YouTube? I guarantee you with some hours in there every day that she's wasting that can be placed elsewhere. So people say they don't have time. Realistically, a lot of people don't allocate the time to things they don't feel is important enough. A lot of parents feel... Once my kid go to school, that's your job to teach my kids. When I come home, I'm tired from work. Leave me the fuck alone. Here go the iPad. Go watch TV. And that's it. And then they complaining about what they're teaching at school. Well, we can't control what they're teaching at school. They're going to teach our kids some bullshit. It's our job to, to reprogram our kids to not fall for the bullshit. Like I tell my kids, school is like a game. Think of it like a video game. I know most of the shit is bullshit and you're not going to never use it in real life. But as a society, we all agree we're going to follow this system. So... Beat the game, but stay conscious in the game. It's like life is a dream, but the difference between the woke and the sleep is the woke, they know they in a dream. So now I'm going to use this to my advantage. Now I'm going I'm to use the cheat code to manifest the reality that, that I want, that I prefer to live. So you got to teach your kids that. I know you got to go through this, but stay conscious while you're going through it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm not with the excuses. <laughs> Are you a parent? You got kids? I have a kid, yeah. How old? Three. Three? Mm -hmm. They got an iPad. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. So if your kid, but no, his his iPad is like an educational one. It's not like a iPad. I know what you're talking about. Okay, it's I've like a it it's like a kid tablet. Like mm -hmm. he could read and shit. Oh. And my kid, uh, he has like slight autism, so he's not. I'm not really worried about him like going off into like demonic world anyway. But I'm just saying, like, it's hard to raise kids to like not. I mean, like, Coco Melon has gay parents on it, you know? True. No, no, I, I feel you. Now, with the agendas, I'm with you 100%. Keep the shit out the school. Why are you pushing that on the youth? If the kid gonna grow up to be that, let him be that. Now, I'm with you 100% on that. So, I don't have no issue as far as, as far as the choice a person wants to make on their own. If they grow up and be LGBT, cool, that's the choice they made. But if you're influencing them, trying to get them to... Turn but that's, that what's happen that's what's that's, happening. That's the but but okay now we go back to what our parents doing, other than saying well we too busy and we can't stop. Why we can't? You can't stop someone from being gay. 
No, not being gay. I mean, he's saying from programming them. So, like, if they're going to program your kids by the things that we say that they're pushing this agenda, you have to have the will enough to program them the way you need them to be, for they can view the world the way you need them to view the world. If we allow them to keep programming them, you know what's going on. So now it's more on your behalf to know. A lot of these parents don't know what's going on, but you smart enough to know. You sharp enough to know. So now it's more weight on you as a parent to provide and be that way. I understand, like you said, versus even other kids, but you have to push harder in a sense. The same thing. We talk about this all the time. That's the only reason I want to get too deep in it because I believe the same thing. I believe homosexuality is pressed a lot. I believe, like you said, the devil worshiping is pressed a lot. But it's like, damn, what you going to do? You going to go fight Hollywood? It's like, it's only so much we can do. We can speak on it like we're doing, and we can try to lead by example and force some type of change within our own structures. And hopefully that what you do, other people see in it, and it bounces to the next person. But th this is my question to y'all, though. Let's say somebody is a devil worshiper. Why do the world care so much? Because I feel like you're free to make whatever decision you make for your life. Why do religious people, why are they so, like, dead set on, no, nah, you need to worship this and be this way, other than respecting them? Because an a, a atheist, they don't really push atheism on you, like, oh, you need to be atheist. They just kind of like, hey, I don't believe in what you believe. They be more open-minded than religious people to me. I don't think it's that. I think it's just the people in power that worship the devil that are, like, controlling the rest of us and they're taking us into the wrong direction i don't think we're trying to push like being godly is just being good you know what i mean i don't think it has to do with religion but it's like the way the things they're doing to us are not of god and they're not good you know they're they're leading us like in the wrong direction like the food is fucked up they're feeding us fucking poison gas is unaffordable i don't know how people even survive like i don't know how people who have a nine to five job are even surviving right now because it's every time i go to the grocery store i'm like paying 200 dollars for groceries i barely even get i get like three bags and that Facts. shit is gone in like three <laughs> days you know what i'm saying so it's like they don't give a fuck about us you know, we're just like cattle. So that's why we care that people are worshiping, worshiping the devil because you're like, what? They're not, they don't care about us. Like the people who are running shit don't care about the rest of us. You know what I mean? I think on a, I think on a, on another aspect that people automatically make the assumption that when you a devil worshiper that you're going to practice evil things. And it goes back to like what we say, what's really good or what's really bad. Because I think under certain circumstances, a lot of people are not going to, just be holy, depending on, say, you had a certain way to get a certain amount of money and you knew you can get away with it if nobody was looking. How holy would you be then? Would everybody still just be super holy and not do the bad thing? Or would you take that bag and then let nobody know? You know what I'm saying? So everything is perspective Yeah, that's wise. what's happening right now. Mm. And we're all suffering because of it. Because everyone's putting money over, over like morals and values and we're all suffering. Like they're feeding us plastic, you know? Right. Like kids are a lot of kids have autism these days. But when I was a kid, I didn't see a bunch of kids with autism. Now fact. there's no, kids. Every kid is like almost special needs. And it's because something is up with the food. You know what I'm saying? With the air quality, with the water. Like they say, don't even drink tap water anymore. I used to I used to remember where New York had like really good tap water. Like now you can't even drink the tap water. So Man. it's like they're fucking up our like health. You know, like the vaccine, like, I don't really want to get into the vaccine shit, but, you know, like they're they're taking the bag and they're not caring about humanity as a whole. You know, that's a fact. Just to touch on the food thing. Um, 
Monsanto, which is kind of like responsible for a lot of genetically modified organisms, which came into play in the late 90s, which is like your peas, your carrots. Pretty much there was a shortage of, of you know, farmland and food that can be produced naturally. So that's where you get the GMOs. And there are studies that show that it is somewhat connected and linked to kids having autism today. So that is a fact. Bill Gates as well. He just got a hold of um, apples and they're putting, I don't know the exact thing that they're putting on it or chemical, but now you even got to be careful with that water. You see that they're taking it in California and they're taking it from the sewer now and they're somehow going to purify it. So it's a lot of things that's going Cali, on. Cali, y'all got to me fuck fucked up. I'm a Cali native, but this this sewage to drinking water, that's out. What if we, it? What we, if, we ain't going for that. That's over with. Fuck all. I don't that. even want to boil the water. <laughs> <laughs> we not, hey. We can't stand for that one. I'm who's, sorry. Who's to say they ain't been doing it and just yeah. now? And just now telling you type yeah. shit. I've been stopped drinking. Nah, it's crazy though. Like like she said though to piggyback on that. Like you see kids, they way more depressed nowadays. We didn't even think about depression when we was kids like that. And we used to drink shit out the water hose, like on any street, be outside playing. Yeah, you ain't even thinking sure. about it. the best water. So a lot of shit, something is in the air that's fucked up. I damn near eat anything and my stomach be rumbling. You see, know what I mean? See, I just like to be the devil's advocate and I yeah. like to remind people we actually have the power. There's strength in numbers. We have the power. They make you no, feel powerless. No, no, no. no, no. They, they control the water and they control the electricity Who and they, they control the gas. Whoever's well, in charge. So on, if look, we, look, re look. we rebel, they're going to shut off everything. What they going to shut off? Our water and our power. And so if they, shut off, if they shut off our water and power, they shutting off their water and power. Nope. They have generators. They have their own shit. I'm sorry. They have shit that regular people don't have. Okay, look. Let's they look have at bunkers. Like they have like they have all types of shit. Look, because I, I, I like to go down that rabbit hole with people. They say they. We always talk about they. We always talk, we talk about the elite, the 1%, the yeah. ones who have all the wealth. Yeah. But without us, there's no they. Yes, so, there is. No, no, look. They, with our kids, our family, cousins, uncles, brothers, they're in the police force. So if they... If they tell the police, hey, go shut the city down. If we're all united, they have no police force to shut anything down. The, the, who's, the, who's in the military? Our kids, your, your, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your auntie. If they say, nah, we ain't doing that, what military they got to in, impose on the people? That's why I say we have the power. Because when I say we, I mean everybody yeah, on one that's, on, If the on, military on turns on, our own, on the government. But this is why you got to open the mind. And the only way to do that is everybody. You can't even on... really even say that. You know what I'm saying? You can't even like try to like even like say, oh, you should turn on your, your the government because they'll they'll cancel you. They'll like shut off your channel. They'll, you know, cancel all your shit. Nah, even if this, you try to speak it. You know what I mean? This, this is why I said control the controllables. Everybody has to focus on. Each on their household. We can't pay for groceries. And, and We're not will, focusing on that anything. That will affect us We're collectively. Not, people can't pay for anything. People are, are are fucked up right now. Nobody has money. Like nobody can't like gas here is seven dollars a gallon, six dollars a gallon. You know, nobody's thinking about coming together and taking taking. That's people. the problem. That's what I'm saying. They raised gas to seven dollars. All of us as a collective said, "This is bullshit. We can't do this." But what are we doing other than complaining? Because back in the sixties and the fifties, when they was like, "This is bullshit," they did something about it. They was outside, changing shit. Our generation, we the generation of the crybabies. Oh my God, gas seven dollars, we can't do nothing. Why we can't? 
Look, look at the population of, of us versus them. Why we can't do nothing? Men, the, men are the leaders. Men are the leaders feel. of this shit. For sure. I'm talking to the men. Okay, good. For sure. We talk to the men on here. But yeah, let, let's switch gears a little bit. What you got for us, bro? Oh, me? Damn. Because I, I got some shit, man. I just came back. I just Didn't came back from the UK. Because I like, uh, she mentioned the food. The food over there, I don't know what they putting in it, but it's they not putting in it what they putting in it over here. Completely different. The shit I eat here that fuck my stomach up, pizza, uh, 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 junk food. I I was eating that shit every day over there and no issues whatsoever. So that made me think like, damn, when they say, hey, it's like forty ingredients over here and ketchup that they can't use over mm-hmm. there, I believe it because the shit tastes different and my body feels different. Everything was completely different. Well, number one thing, too, that we do in America that they don't do in other places is sugar. Like, we mm, put a, a, a large percentage of sugar in our food. Like, even if you go and look at Doritos, for instance, like, there's sugar in that that probably shouldn't be in it. Um, and it's because it releases certain chemicals within your brain and makes you want to go back to it. I don't know how it is in other places, but I know that that's kind of what we do here to keep people addicted to food is we put sugar within the food. And that, for whatever reason... Um, Keeps us addicted to it. A lot of a lot of things, a lot of things out here is banned in different places. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like to more so like what she was saying. They actually care about they people. They actually care about their health. You know what I mean? We got the most gyms. We got the most places, but we got the most obese people. You know what I mean? We got all these fast food places, but like you said, the fast food is different. I went to I went to a Burger King and. What was it? Saudi Arabia, or something, and it was it was different. The food was fresher, everything was different, and how you feeling sluggish as you do out here. But a lot of things is, I feel like part of the agenda. They 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 want us to be a certain way. Certain food not giving you energy, not even knowing about certain fruits that supposed to keep you in a certain place. And a lot of that food is probably making people depressed. I feel worse when I eat than when I don't eat. I damn near I only eat once a day at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really is supposed to eat once a day, though. Like, the mm-hmm. whole three times yeah. a day. We talked about this shit before. Yeah. It's all, it was all propaganda. <laughs> but it's crazy because there were no fat people in the UK almost. It didn't exist. Really? Not, not to mention, that was the most walking I probably ever did. Like, everybody walks. Everybody's on a bike. You re- If you're in a car, you get in the Uber. Everybody catches the, the subway. And everybody's, I ain't going to say they fit, but they're not obese. They lean. They skinny. Like, if you see a fat person, they stand out out there. You're like, damn, what the fuck going on? Like, mm-hmm. I see it. Like, but out here, it's normal to see fat people. Like, it is crazy to me. I don't know. I don't know how the UK operates. But, you know, if you just take a look at America, due to it being, like, capitalistic, this is a place where, like, you can get whatever you want. Or, you know what I mean? You can make your dreams come true. So, I think that's where we have people who... um why we have people are obese, are, who are obese because you're able to do what you want and nobody's going to really tell you anything or enforce any rules of how it should be. So if you want to be somebody who wants to sit on the couch all day, order DoorDash, that's completely fine. And there's a crowd for that. It's just the same thing. If you want to, you know what I mean, smoke weed all day or drink all day, do whatever, there's a crowd for that in America. And there's also a business that's going to advertise it. You get what I'm saying? have it funded, and then make it available to you. I don't know how the UK is because I've never been there. But I know in America, we just have so many businesses because it's business-driven where it's like we're giving everybody, you know what I mean, their desire. And this is this is what you're seeing. Hey, if you've never been to Amsterdam, go to Amsterdam. Knock that off your bucket list. That's one thing I think everybody needs to do. That'll change your whole 
outlook on life. Amsterdam was crazy. But the reason I wanted to talk about, you know, the UK versus the US, because the, the nightlife was a little different out there. They got black people out there, but mm-hmm. it's more foreigners out there. They they more from like the islands and shit. And like, I don't want to call them refugees, but like, you know, they from the islands. They like, they black, but they know where they come from type shit. They can mm-hmm. trace their lineage. Whereas black Americans, like, nigga, I'm from LA. I'm from Long Beach. I'm from, you know what I'm saying? They're like, nah, I'm from Kenya. Like, yeah. my parents moved here three generations ago. Mm-hmm. They got kind of more close tied to where they come from. But the nightlife was completely different. I spent New Year's at a rave. Like, I went to a rave. We met some white chicks on the subway. Mm-hmm. And they just was, uh, they was like, hey, you should come with us. Fuck it. We ain't got no plans. Let's go. Yeah. And white people party completely different than black people. That probably was, that probably was, I had the most fun in years. And I don't even go to nightclubs. Like, I don't, I might do a day party, a lounge or something. But I just kind of want to talk about white, the white nightlife versus the black nightlife. Because the black nightlife out here in LA, everybody complains about it, says it's dead, it's bullshit, nobody wants to go out no mm-hmm. more. But when I went and party with them, I'm like, damn, I could do this. Like, y'all, it's a whole different vibe. What was the difference? A- everything. I mean, everybody friendly. Everybody's friendly. Like, you in the, you in the club out here, you could feel the tension. You could cut it with a knife. It's like... You go out here, you damn right gotta have your bulletproof vest. You gotta you gotta know where you parking. You better back in over here. Like you you want some black op shit when you go out, out here. Like you gotta make sure you got your thing on you out there. You kinda like just going with the vibe. People bump into you, oh excuse me, bro. Like I'm sorry, you want me to buy you a drink type shit. You bump into a nigga out here, it's like you finna get shoot yeah. You finna somebody finna lose their life. Yeah. Like you feel me? Like the women, oh my god. They talking to you like the white, they damn near pulling you. Like, they pulling you out the crowd. Bitches trying to, oh, excuse me. Women trying to buy you drinks. You talk to the bitches out here. They all think they superstars. Like, come on, bitch. You just came from the projects. Like, you went and got a weave. Your nails done. And you thinking you Cardi B or something. Like, relax. It's okay to be nice. It's okay to be friendly. It's okay to smile. It's okay to interact. But out here, everybody think they're a celebrity. You go to the Black Nightlife, everybody think they're a celebrity. Everybody done... Pitched in for this table and these two bottles and this little champagne and now you think you fucking little yachty or little baby or something. But out there, yeah, yeah, right, standing on the couch out there, no VIP. Everybody is with everybody. It just was a whole different vibe. Like you didn't feel like you had to be on alert all night. Like out here, like you got to be on alert. You watching niggas. You seeing what hats niggas got on. Like you trying to check for (laughs) tattoos. Like bro, it's just like it's not a good experience. Out there, it's like it's different. You kind of can relax a little bit. I think. I think. Like you said, it's the culture, like hip hop culture, uh, you know, black nightlife. It's everything you just said, where it's like it's about how you look, who you with, you know what I mean? What you can make yourself look like to other people, how much you spent on a section, what you got on. If somebody bump into me, I'm tripping, right? Nobody's really there to really enjoy. They're just there to say, hey, I was here. Right. I was at the littest shit in the world, but I didn't really do nothing. I stood on the wall the whole night with the homies and we did whatever, you know what I mean? Bro, the women actually dance. <laughs> it's like the women actually dance. You go to a black club, ain't none of these bras dancing. It's like everybody's staring in their phone. Like, why the fuck did you pay $20 to park, however much to get in, however much for drinks, to stand around and stare at a fucking phone? You could have did this shit in your living room. Crazy. But let me ask her, because you you from New York. Yeah, I don't go out, though. I don't drink and I don't go out. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Damn. Uh, how long you been not drinking? Like your whole life? I mean, it's not that I don't drink. Like, I'll have a drink if if I need to, but, like, I don't like it. 
You know what I mean? I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy going to a club, being around a bunch of drunk people, yeah. you know, like falling all over the place, dr- dr- drinks everywhere on the floor. I'm stepping on <laughs> sticky stuff. Like everybody's just like, eh. you know, like I'm too old for that. Like I'm in my 30s. Like I have a kid. I'm just, it's just not fun to me. No, that's facts. You that's super I mean? facts. I, I quit drinking cold turkey. The only time I really drink now is on vacation, mm. out the country, out the state, out the city. But when I'm home, I don't really drink no more. How, how you feel about it, bro? Yeah, I just I just know what it is out here. At the end of the day, we gang banging. It ain't going. It ain't no. It ain't no. If, it ain't no if, ands, or buts. That's what's going on. Like you said, and they got to move how he move. He want to survive out here. Only difference in different places, you able to put your guard down. You ain't got to worry about too much. You know what I'm saying? And they embrace you differently. It's hatred out here. That's what it's gonna be. Out in different places, you feel the love in the air more. So you come out here, like you said, you on your toes. So I just think that's that's probably the only difference. It used to, I mean, it just depends. It's it's every blue moon you might find a function where it's like, oh, that was a, that was a rare occasion. Like then nothing happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. But nine times out of ten, it ain't normal out here for us if don't nothing happen. Like then nothing get cracking. Then nobody shoot it up. Like nothing. You know what? Like, I actually was out uh, like a month ago. I went to Vegas and I went to a party and I was scared. Like I was st- I was sitting yeah. there and I was like. Yo, this is scary. Like, I feel like I'm going to die. Like, someone's going to, like, pull out a gun. No, really. Like, I just, like, they rented a whole hotel, and it was just a bunch of people that in the cannabis industry and whatever. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, why am I here? You know? And I had to just leave. That too from the culture. gave me anxiety. Like, I I felt like I was going to die. I will say, down south is a little different, depending on where you go. It's more... You get more welcoming vibes, everybody friendly type shit. Like, well, they're more, they're you know more what I'm saying? They're more hospitable, like For sure. I think compared to people in the West. Like I got family that I have that, that are in Texas and they're completely different from the family I got in Los Angeles or the Bay Area. Like the way we're raised is like day and night. Like they're more small town kind of people. Nice, you feel me? Um, hey, you want anything? Can I get you some? Whatever. Yes, sir, no, sir. Things like that. Here it's more like Nigga, who is you? Like, that's, it's just the differences of how we were raised. I think in the South, too, they're still very, uh, I think it's religious based a lot, a lot more (laughs) compared to to LA's, like just the city life. So that's why, that's why you see that, I think. Um, but another thing, what you was talking about, like our culture is like, you just got also a lot of, a lot of fake tough niggas who will be at the party, you know what I mean? Waiting for somebody to step on your shoe or something, just, just to prove themselves to somebody for no reason. I think when you talk about like white people and partying, they're really there to enjoy the moment. Sometimes a little bit too much. But again, <laughs> you you bump into somebody there, oh, let me go get you a drink or whatever is is lit. Or they know somebody's drunk and maybe the person's drunk talking crazy and they they stall them out. It, it is what it is. He's drunk. You do some shit like that, you feel me, at, at, at a party with some black people, you you might you might not make it out that motherfucker. No, I'm not saying it's all across the board, but I'm just saying my personal experience, it was different. Like out here, we gangbang, like he said. So that makes it a little different. But for the most part, like, I'm walking this dude, girl bumping to me. Before she could say anything, he like, oh, man, excuse her. This dumb bitch drunk. Like, man, watch where you going. Out here, you bumping to, to somebody, girl, the bitch. Like, man, bitch ass thing. Like, you she feel me? Turn like, around she turned around. She, she yeah, made yeah, the yeah. situation more than what it was. Like, yeah. I done seen it happen a thousand times. And now this your girl. You got to go now. You feel me? You figure it out later. But just the whole dynamic of everything was different. Like... But a lot of them was probably on drugs. It was a rave, so maybe that. <laughs> that's another thing where you went. It's like it's differences. Even in even in L.A., like if you go to the underground raves, it's kind of the same vibe. Whereas, in if you go to the to the party, 
with the hip hop music. It's kind of whatever people, whatever the music is, dictates. I hate to say that, but it dictates the people that are going to be there. You know what I mean? To to a certain degree. No, nah, no, nah, that's facts. That's facts. But LA, we got to get it together, man. Like people coming from out of state. Not even people just coming from out of state, out the country. People that live here want somewhere to go to have a good time. Like we don't, we can't have no spots that's for us that last long. I met a girl um, on New Year's Eve, or no, like New Year's Eve or a few days before, and she got shot. She got shot like a few days later in downtown and died. Yeah, yeah, it was on, it, yeah, it was on the news. And I just met her too. Like we went out, we went out to uh, like. Yeah, Jezebel or whatever, and she was there. And then a few days later, she got, she went out somewhere in downtown and got shot and killed. That's deep. by accident, by someone like an accident. Just like some, they were shooting, and she got caught in the in the fire of it. You know? Yeah, like I don't even really go out. out it's not here safe. Too much no more. It's just like it, the shit don't be fun. Like every time I go out, it's just like I said, I gotta be damn near like black ops. Like I gotta write out a game plan. Like on saying, like you damn near ready to man somebody down every time you out. You gotta be on that tip. Because they on that tip. So, L.A., we got to get it together, man. It, it's ugly out here. We got to get it together. We, we done man down everybody. It ain't no fun no more. Niggas like, man, don't nobody everybody come Everybody left. Everybody left. Yeah, people <laughs> nobody even live here anymore. They left, they in jail, or they, or they fucking dead. Because we done bodied everybody. Like, we got to get it together, L.A. It's mm -hmm. ugly. But, yeah, what, what else we got, man? Do you um, have a bathroom? Yes, we yeah. do. Can I use it? Is, yeah, it, is, sure. it, is it out of pocket for me to have No, no, no. You, no, you, you want to show you what's up? <laughs> Uh, it's kind of hard. It's a maze up in this motherfucker. Yeah. What y'all got? What you got, bro? Where you at? I was going to go right to the get ready with me. Oh, yeah. we could. That's yeah. that's crazy. Go. <laughs> I had to Google what that meant. You said to get ready with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we wait for her? I mean, unless he's going to pause. You can't really pause the shit, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we talk about some other shit while she out there. But, yeah, if you, if you haven't been to the UK, you should go, especially Amsterdam now. This is the first time in my life ever. Like I had a psychedelic trip. Like mm. I was down in the red light district. That's where all the they got all the drugs, free everything. They have everything. No, 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 for sure. Yeah. They got everything. But like I never I always thought like mushrooms and shit was like, you know, some white people shit. Like niggas don't do that shit. But then I started doing my research on it. Like, oh, yes. man, this shit, Mine this shit from the earth or whatever. But I guess mushrooms are banned, but truffles are not. Mm -hmm. So truffles is the shit that grow on the bottom of the mushroom. Bro, I did that shit. And when I say I see what the hippies was on. Had your mind going crazy. <laughs> dead homies, nigga. You're tapped in. Oh, insane. Like, it's like a video game. Like, you in your body, but you not. Like, I don't know. What's that movie, Limitless, where you take the pill and, mm -hmm. like, all your senses heightened. You can hear like a dog, <laughs> see like an eagle. Yeah. Dead homies. I'm, I'm walking with the umbrella. And as the, the raindrops is hitting the umbrella, I can hear the music from the bars and the raindrops. <laughs> That shit go crazy. Dead homies, nigga. I'm hearing music in the rain. Bro, I swear to God. Bro, I swear to God. My girl took some too, nigga. We walking. It's like everything is moving fast, but you moving slow. Like people walking by, they like, and you just like, what the fuck? Yeah, but this is but. That's part of the reason why a lot of some people experience with gang drugs, too, because you tap into different parts of the mindset that you wouldn't do on a sober basis. So I think that's part of that, of knowing how to utilize that shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, shout but this, is, this is natural shit. It's nah, like, not know. like no Yeah, no, nah, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, but it takes you to a different, a different it's space. It's crazy. Yeah. And I see, I'm like, okay, now I see why they, they say go to nature and do yoga with this shit. Because, bro, you really, you tap in to yourself. Like, all... 
whatever you was thinking about and you depressed or whatever, that shit gone because you literally in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you just stuck in the moment. Like, what the fuck? Like, you really tripping. Like, nigga, I can't make this up, bro, with my kids. My girl, we eating at the pizza spot. She's texting. As I'm looking at the phone, the words are coming off the screen. <laughs> Dead homies. No, they're is, coming off the screen yeah, and they're turning into fucking hieroglyphics. But I could read it. I'm like, I'm telling them like, hey, you typing a hieroglyphic? She's like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Bro, the words is coming off. If I'm lying, I'm flying. The words are coming off the screen like this. Like But I could read the shit. I'm like, this is the craziest shit I ever experienced in my fucking life. Yeah. Like, bro, if you never did it, do that shit at least one time. Not only that, we went to a live sex show. <laughs> no. I don't yeah. even watch porn. I'm against there, porn. I was some freaky shit. But you know, <laughs> look, 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 oh God, you in Amsterdam. Nigga, you in the red light district. That's some shit you just got to do. Now, I didn't want to go to the regular sex show. I'm like, man, I'm not watching nobody fuck nobody on stage. So we see some shit that say dildo show. Like, oh, cool. Like, this finna be cracking. This is some, these bitches finna be getting wild. So boom, we get the tickets. We get in there. First bitch come out, she's stripping, she's doing her little things, turning around, uh, turning around on the pole. She's doing all type of viral shit. I'm like, okay, cool. When they coming with the dildos, though? Boom. <laughs> white <laughs> bitch pull out a bat. Nigga, nigga. <laughs> skinny white chick come out, I'm like, well, all right, cool. She finna have a dildo or whatever, because she had like a blanket. The bitch unfolded the blanket, put the pillow the down. shit. A, a, a nigga like 6'4 walk out. I'm like, oh, cool. what the fuck? Nigga in his drawers, like, cool, walk on stage. The bitch, nigga just whip out on her. She get the dominie right on stage. I'm talking like, you hear the stage right there with a the couch at. Live porn, like, nigga, he getting cracking on the bitch. They pause, walk down the steps, walk into the audience. They so what do the people do that are watching? <laughs> they like this, just watch it. Like the dude, it was this dude in the front row. How many? I, wait, hold on. I have questions. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> go How ahead. many people are watching? It's like fifty to seventy-five people, 50, maybe more. Almost fifty 100. to seventy-five people sitting in a chair. Sitting in, in like a, in like a yeah, like a chair. What like kind these. of chair? Like this? It's like it's so, like it's wait, like benches. And what it's are like we benches. wearing? What are we wearing? Like oh, regular, regular clothes? Yeah, like like right now. Is she it, like? Let is me see it what this men or women? It's men and women. Both. It's both. So both. Men, 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 dicks aren't getting hard like while they're sitting there. Single men can't get in. You you gotta be <laughs> oh, with somebody. Like you, you can't gotta, just be a single guy guy and get in. Uh, you gotta go with couples. a girl. That's wild. Yeah, it's mainly couples. Probably. Or it's like two guys going like you know what I'm saying. So wait, does it turn into an orgy after? No. This is the crazy part. They walk down the stairs. Uh-huh. He points to somebody in the crowd. It's a dude in the front row. She lay across the dude's lap. He start fucking the bitch while she in the lap of the dude in the audience. He's sitting there like That's going how. crazy. Yeah, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> then, then uh I thought you were gonna say, like, yeah, go get up in there. Nah, yeah. he's fucking, he's fucking her yeah. in his lap. Yeah, that's so how. boom, she get off his lap, and they like he like on the side, like you know, the movie theater where they got the aisles, it's mm-hmm. like that. She doming him up in the aisle, and it's a dude, I could tell he's with the female. They point at her, she get up and kiss the bitch right after she's doming him. But she came with this dude. So now he's sitting there looking sick. I'm like, damn, damn. she done basically just sucked this nigga dick. Like, yeah, you yeah. feel me? They was doing One of crazy the people shit. who were there, just sitting watching? Yeah, sitting watching. She suck his dick. She get up, she tongue kiss her. But she's with a dude in the crowd. <laughs> That's part of her fantasy. She that ready to get cracked. She ready to get cracked. Yeah. Like, if he didn't know, me? he know now. Yeah. yeah. Then, uh, so they leave. 
Another chick come up with another dude. Same shit. They getting cracking, whatever the case. Now they getting people. Who'd in the you audience. go with? I went with my girl. Mm. Yeah, I went with my girl. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's a dildo show. Mind you, I'm not knowing this live. Like they finna be fucking in here. Like it's how much was hey, it? Hey, knew what time it was. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to like up. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what time it was. It was like fifty bucks. I think fifty it like, bucks. It was like fifty euros. That's it. Yeah, it was like fifty euros. It's like a big. You know, if you go to red light district, you gotta go. It's something you gotta. I do. never been. I've been to a lot of countries, but I never been to Amsterdam. I wonder if somebody would just start fucking a bitch in the crowd too. Like what they would have did. Like. Fuck it. Like you, you got it. Off. Yeah. I say do the do the mushrooms, do the truffles, and then go. Like that probably be super. On crazy. the mushrooms? Not on the mushrooms. <gasps> that probably. Oh be, hell no. That probably be super crazy. Nah, that'd be scary. You did mushrooms before? Yes. Bro, I, that was my that was my first time. You took mushrooms and you went to I, the section. No, I took truffles and walked around like Amsterdam tripping. Uh, like okay. Like I told him, I could hear music in the raindrops. That's hitting. <laughs> I love brother. mushrooms. I love I love psychedelics. It's no, like one of I, my favorite things. I never, I don't do drugs at all. Like no hard drugs or nothing. The hardest drug I did was alcohol. So that was my first time doing a psychedelic. But most people have done drugs, so don't feel bad. <laughs> in LA for sure. Like yeah. the, we stayed at the W and this, the, the psychedelic culture is so embedded out there. It's so fun. They got like it's shit a, on the wall. It's beautiful. To when you when you trip out, it like comes off the I wall. I think it's like a spiritual journey uh, taking psychedelics. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't look at it as, as drugs. It's natural. No, me too. Me too. Because it comes from the earth. Like, yeah. Every time I'm sad, I, I take uh, mushroom chocolates. Yeah. And I feel better like instantly. How do you take them though? Because they're fucking disgusting. The chocolate. My boy owns a company and he makes really good ones. Yeah. I don't know what you had, but. Some people put it in stuff. Can't you drink it? No, nah, you don't yeah. need to drink. I mean, you they can. Got tea. I yeah. took mushrooms in Bali, like, and they yeah. were like from a cow shit, and we put it in the tea. Like they got burgers, they mash it up in burgers. Like that's one thing. If you do take it, they're disgusting. I, I, I didn't drink the it. Texture. Yeah, but there's chocolate ones that you can't yeah, you take. Can you can't taste. I didn't, I didn't drink it before. Chocolate. You did it before. I didn't drink it, but it didn't have me tweaking like you. I was just feeling like I could feel it. Like damn, like I saw a guy on stems. If you just eat the stems, it'll just make you feel like faded. Yeah. If you just eat the stand. Nah, I had like the whole packaging. Like I guess good. they had like from, from one to ten. I did like five. Mm. Okay. Like on the but dude told me like, you know what, they all damn near the same. It's just the marketing. We make it. People want to feel like they doing another level, but they all mm. damn near the same. But when I saw the words coming off the phone and turning into hieroglyphics, <laughs> I said, damn, this shit real. Yeah, cut out his mind at that point. <laughs> he ain't lost it. Yeah. Oh God, that shit was real, man. Try some truffles, man. But yeah, what you got for us, man? She better, um, feel me? So we kind of was talking about earlier how men lead society. And uh, I want to get into get ready with me culture and how I think it's it's destroying men. It's making men weak. It's turning you niggas into bitches. In the streets, dug in hardest where they found us. Got a problem, nigga, watch my troopers mount up. My bitches bang too, and you a lame though. You niggas ain't outside, yeah, we came through. You want your lights up, we put you on the shade.